the identity politics uh, has destroyed the culture. And eventually, identity politics has to keep getting more and more insane because at the heart, it's madness. And uh, it's all based on emotion. And it's based on the emotion of the most unstable people in the world, the pussy hat wearers, the people that are screaming in the middle of the street. That's what the country is now, they're being run by that. I'm saying that I think we are in a spiritual battle. I think this is a spiritual battle because I look at that kind of evil and that kind of unreasonable behavior, that kind of willingness to destroy someone's life because of something they said that offends you. So I want you locked up and thrown away. I don't care about the law. And that's what they do. With the global economy being in shambles and central bankers moving towards a reset, it's never been a better time to protect your wealth by owning precious metals. Contact Andy at milesfranklin.com. Tell him Sarah sent you. He promised me he will guarantee you the lowest price anywhere in the country. Remember, email Andy at milesfranklin.com and tell him Sarah sent you. It's never been a better time to protect your future than now. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have my friend Donald Jeffries coming back to the program. It's been a long time. We haven't talked since COVID, but I love talking to him because he's willing to go there on so many things. He writes books. He's a writer. He's an author, and he has been very popular. He's been on big shows. He goes on the coast to coast often, and he's just always been very popular and he wasn't as censored before and he could sell his work. And then now everything is just being collapsing and he's having a hard time get his work out there. And it's just a shame because people like him are hard to find and they're, they're willing to be objective and look at things from an objective standpoint. You, know, he's a, calls himself a civil libertarian and he was also a supporter of the democratic party as mo most of his life until recently but he's able to be objective about what the heck is going on. But he's, we've had other shows where we've talked about Hitler and how that was a psyop. Although Hitler was a bad guy, a bad dude, he put people in concentration camps. They took that and magnified it a ton. And he, he'll talk about it. He'll talk about Lincoln, he'll talk about all these things. He does a ton of research. And so he'll give you perspectives that you just won't find elsewhere. And so I love talking to people like that because they get you out of your box. But he decided to write a deep book about COVID. And so many writers are just aren't doing that. The writers are shying away from COVID because of the censorship. They can't talk about any of this stuff. And so instead of talking about it, they just were ushering in this authoritative nightmare. And uh, if they would speak up and have some courage... We wouldn't be in this situation, but of course they're brainwashed. And then I still don't understand how so many authors who are fearless and so many other topics are just stepping in line on this COVID. It's really kind of crazy. And this will be something that will be talked about, you know, a hundred years, a thousand years from now, they'll be talking about how they're able to manipulate this many people. And so it's really important that we zoom out and look at this stuff. And look at the cultural elements of it and, and be honest with ourselves. We're still in the middle of it. All of us are targets for manipulation. And so if you're not aware of how you can be manipulated, you, you probably are being manipulated. It's just kind of that basic and it's kind of scary. But I want to tell you that this is a very long 
conversation. I really enjoyed it. And we just kept talking. And so it's really long. And so what I did is I took about 45 minutes of it and I put it up there as an exclusive for my Substack members and my SarahWessel.tv members. So you can watch it if you're a member of that, even my Ebonier, all of my Ebonier, if you're a member of Ebonier, I gave you free six month membership to Substack. So you can see it there and not worry about it if you're having issues getting into Ebonair. I, I want to eventually get people using my Substack, and I'm working to migrate people from my Ebonair and use it for other purposes. It's just so much work for me, and I don't have a staff. If I wasn't censored, I think I would be doing so much better that I'd be able to hire people, and I'd be able to do all these things that I want to do, but I can't, and it is what it is. Until the censorship starts to ease up, people like me run on a thin staff. I do hire some people to help me here and there, but in general, the, the funds aren't there with all the censorship. And so we just, you got to do the best we can. I'm keeping my regular newsletter because I don't want to lose that base. And so, and I still want to be able to reach people. I do got to warn you though, if you're on Gmail or if you're on Yahoo or you're on any of these mainstream places, it gets blocked a lot. And even if you're not, sometimes it goes through some of these servers and then they block my email. It's a, it's a problem. And right now it isn't a problem with Substack, but we're going to keep working on it. We're going to keep doing it. Anyways, I also want to tell you that you can purchase Donald's new book called Masking the Truth, How COVID-19 Destroyed Civil Liberties and Shut Down the World at the link that I have below. You can get it on Amazon, but he's asking people to buy it at the link I have below because he will make more money there. It's so nice to support him with where he can make larger percentage because as you know, he's censored too. And so he's not getting the same volume that he used to, to support his, his world, his life. So anyways, okay. I appreciate if you do that. And let's get into this wonderful conversation with my friend, Donald Jeffries. Hi, Donald. Welcome back to the program. It's been a long time. It has. It's always great to see us here. Yeah, I think it was before COVID. Now this is after COVID. It's kind of like the, you know, the BC. <laughs> it's just incredible how much things have changed, the landscape of everything. But, yeah. you know, you, very few writers have decided to actually write a book reflecting on the COVID years. And usually writers do that. And that's where, you know, because it's the biggest thing that's happened in, you know, maybe, I don't know, more people die. It's the biggest crimes against humanity that we've ever seen in human history. Right. Um, so obviously there needs to be, there will be an avalanche of things eventually after they grow a backbone and a spine and still, we're still caught up in the psyop of that. But you you ventured out there and you've you've ventured out on areas and topics that a lot of people won't even touch because they're tied up into the psyop and the disinformation of history and everything else. And so it's good that you took this on and, st and starting to document this. So and it's very personal to you as well, because you had a brother that that got caught up into the hospital paid wrong protocol situation. Can, can you talk yeah. about why you decided to write this? Well, I was writing it even before my brother uh, was killed by, and he was killed. He was murdered by, they might as well have smothered him, you know, because they, 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 and they've murdered lots of other people too. But before that, and in fact, I remember many times telling him about, I was already complaining about remdesivir and things like that. And it's just so tragically ironic that, uh, you know, he became a victim of it, but 
I so I started it uh, a while back, but at some point I realized this is gonna. There's no. I don't see an end game here. So I figured, you know, I really can't write it now because I don't know how long this is going to last. So I want to tell the whole story. So eventually I realized, well, maybe this might not ever end totally, you know, so I'm just going to try to tell the story as I put it at the end of the book. There's no easy way to end a book like this because it's it's kind of open ended and you're still hearing, although, you know, Joe Biden is a, has informed us that you know, the COVID is over on May 5th or whatever, May 1st, whatever it was, he, he picked the date out of the air, but um you still hear people talking about it. you hear Fauci and all these people talk about other pandemics and there there's Bill Gates, you know, drooling about, you know, other, other pandemics and millions dying and everything like he does, like the good eugenicist he is. But I, I just thought it was important to start at the beginning because a lot of people, and especially now you have a lot of what I think is uh, uh, going down the wrong rabbit hole or misdirection. And we see that in the JFK assassination, which is my wheelhouse issue. I see that all the time with people trying to say the mafia did it or something or in, in the past Castro or the Russians uh, to try to direct away, deflect away from what the real story That's is. Right. And you're seeing that. Yeah. You're seeing that here where you have in Republicans, especially who were largely silent on this for a long time. Now it's China, China, you know, China, 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 instead of Russia, Russia, Russia. So, and I, I think I show in my book that, yeah, there was obviously, and as, as Victoria Nuland eventually admitted, they did have those bio labs in Ukraine. Nasty stuff is going on there. I've written before about how you had some Frankenstein scientists that are, that, you know, f somehow found the strain of the 1918 flu uh, in Siberia or something, just like a horror movie. And we're, why would you want that? And what are you working on it for? So they are doing crazy stuff. We know that Alex Jones wasn't nuts when he was talking about the, uh, the cloning of mice with humans a long time ago. They admit that now. I have the links in my book that, you know, the mainstream. So, so there's terrible things going on there. So I, I wouldn't put it past them to release some deadly thing if they could, but I think they probably fear that they're not immune from it. That's what I said at the very beginning. Well, you know, unless they have some magical power, uh, you know, they're, they're putting themselves and their loved ones that they have any at risk here. So I, I think that it's, I, I think I show there, if they, that happened, there would be no reason to try to pad all the deaths and to lie about it, to keep saying that people died of COVID that obviously didn't. And I have tons of uh, evidence in the book to that effect. In the early days, people forgot about that. But then the Republicans came on board later and it became all oh, they're lying about the, you know, it came from the Wuhan lab and uh, China, you know, did it. And, you know, this is, this is not, you know, the, the, our own government lied. Right. Fauci well, lied. Us. And all these, this is us. Yeah, this Yes, this absolutely. is us, so I think guys. I'm trying to put the focus on that. Well, even yeah. if it's, you know, because I, I hear Naomi Wolf give a presentation and she's really great about pointing out that it's mm -hmm. the worst crimes against humanity ever. But then the whole thing shifted to it's China's fault yeah. because of Pfizer being in China. And, yes. I, and, I, and I wonder, you know, what the heck? You know, I, I know a lot of good people can be duped, but how can you ignore what our own universities did what our own yeah but china blackmailed yeah. them I, yeah. we're the most powerful country May, maybe china is more powerful now or are approaching us i don't know <laughs> but really yeah. i mean it's like saying well, go ahead no classic it's classic misdirection and again it's trying to it's really it's in the same playbook as the foreign boogeyman you know, we'll keep you distracted as H.L. Uh, Mencken, one of the great classical liberals. That's the kind of mind I think I try to have. And it's outdated now because there are no classical liberals or very few. Uh, and he years ago talked about our foreign policy when it was 
not quite as insane as it's been, you know, during well, my just, lifetime. But he talked about how, it, yeah, he he talked about it. Uh, or, or that basically, uh, American politics had become nothing but an endless series of foreign hobgoblins designed to distract the American people and and clamors to be led to safety. That's all it is. So usually it's, and this is basically China is a foreign hobgoblin in this case, but there's so many things about this that, uh, and I, I, that's why I put the focus. I covered the empty hospitals. A lot of people have forgotten that. I talked to the two uh, most prevalent people that, that went and filmed them and, you know, and, and risked themselves. And we were doing it in England as well. They had people that were, they had a woman that was banned from, banned from hospitals. I don't know how you do that because she went and filmed it. So that doesn't explain a lab leak. What were those empty that, hospitals? About? What were right. the media doing talking? To, yeah, Why were they paying also, for wrong but, protocols that were killing people like your brother? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Why would they do that? And even before that, I went back and looked at the refrigerated trucks and I, I show how these stories pop up all throughout the mainstream media. Oh, there's the morgues are overwhelmed. There's so many bodies. And I, I worked in a hospital, you know, and there. I, no matter what I think of them, and they're pretty awful people, and the system is horrible, but they're not going to be just leaving dead bodies out on a stretcher outside. They just don't do that, and they wouldn't be putting them in trucks and bunk beds and this crazy stuff and these refrigerated trucks. That I mean, there are stories that they sat there for like a year. I mean, really? What about their families? And so people, again, these citizen journalists, no regular journalists, went around and they filmed these refrigerated trucks. They had to zoom in from a distance, and they saw that every one of them the power was off in every single one of them. So they weren't storing anything. It was a complete lie. So that's why I call it the greatest psyop of all time. The, the dancing nurses. What was that about? Did that they look overwhelmed? They, they, yeah, yeah, no, these were, they these didn't. Were choreographed. It, but, choreographed. But okay, now how, how do we, did they dupe so many people? And they're still duped, right? People are still duped. Um, when it was, we yeah. don't see people dropping all over. Now we did with the vaccine. There's a difference. But we weren't mm -hmm. seeing people. Yes. If people were dropping the left and right. We'd all be freaked out. That wasn't. It was a manufactured exactly. situation. And they. Exactly. I don't. It's so weird. But I'm becoming more disappointed with the Americas and people in general, their ability to be manipulated and brainwashed. Yes. Their lack yep. of critical thinking. It's the most disillusioning thing. Uh, I I mean, I, I, I've ever experienced there. Uh, I, I knew we were outnumbered. I didn't know we were outnumbered to this extent. And I didn't know, you know, I, what I'm saying now, I've been a rabble rouser my entire life. I woke up when I was a teenager. Oh, I love that. When I was working for Mark Lane. So uh, I, I, nobody was awake back then. So needless to say, I was, uh, you know, I was a treated parties and, you know, things like that where I, I cause I, I, I talked about this stuff all the time then mostly yeah, JFK, tried. but you know, you tried to identify tried. the truth in the chaos and that's what yeah. true journalism and writers should be doing, giving people different perspectives. But those are the people who are the most targeted right now. They are propping up yeah. conservatives and other people on different networks, but they're not giving yeah. people anybody but or the, any no. new, they're, they're parroting the narrative, but the opposite narrative. You know, I mean, it's like a- That's right. I feel like I'm in a freaking right. Orwellian nightmare. That's what Wuhan is. That's what the thing is. They're they're trying to distract away, to deflect away. And of course, so much of this is because they still, most of them, many of them still support Trump. And I, I point out in there, and I, I go, I talk about all the things Trump said and all the things he did. He's the one who issued the lockdown order. He's the one who gave a bunch of money to all these governors, including lots of really 
horrible Democrats that are supposedly his enemies. He gave them a lot of money to do this. And uh, so, you know, this this is not but so many people still could he have been a and, duped. Well, let's talk about could he be a well, duped person, too? Yeah. Like he couldn't do anything because <laughs> you do have to look at how he's treated with um, the election well, and yeah, all he, that. So it's kind of weird, right. right? Like he could have just been it or is. he's just not very sophisticated there when he was there, too. I mean, you have to well, admit he was duped or well, yeah, or he was part of it. I don't know. Well, he's pretty dumb if he was due. But I mean, it, it, it's when, when he got his COVID, and I don't think he remotely had COVID. I think that was a psyop in it of itself. When they said he had COVID and rushed him to the hospital, the people who worshipped him still held up, okay, this is great because Trump's going to cure himself with hydroxychloroquine. They weren't talking about ivermectin as much then. But Trump had already said he was taking hydroxychloroquine earlier. So here was his chance, Right. But as Trump always does, Trump always disappoints. He always does that. He throws a curveball to his supporters and somehow they have to sit there and scratch their heads and say he's, he's playing 4,000 degree chess. So what does he do? He comes out and he, he as if Fauci had a gun to his back. He talks about uh, uh, Regeneron or something that, that this, this is a wonder drug. It was great. And both he and Fauci have stock in Rege Regeneron. So he didn't mention hydroxychloroquine. So that was, again, the part of the PSYOP that, that, that this guy does. And look, at well, look, since he's out of office, if he was duped, why is he still bragging about the vaccine? And Candace Owens interviewed Go ahead. Yeah, C Candace Owens interviewed him. And I think, again, as a typical conservative, she was shocked that he, you know, that he, because uh, she was saying so many people are dying for the vaccine. He's, no, 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 the vaccine's a beautiful thing. And, and you could see the look on her face like she's very naive. So this is, I think people are misguided to trust in any the Ron, Rand Paul, who I like on many things. Again, he's done nothing. When he questioned Fauci, all he did was talk about the Wuhan lab. He didn't talk about, you know, well, his no, history Ron with Paul, AIDS. You know? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna defend him a little bit. I, he he is very vanilla. No, Ron Paul. He Ron go... Paul is great. Rand Paul. No. Oh, Rand Paul. Okay. Rand yeah, Paul. I was yeah, gonna Ron say Ron, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, Ron Paul might be might not totally dive into stuff like you want him to, but I've always found him as genuine and authentic yeah but yep. Rand paul yeah but he's the only one i wonder though because he had a staffer that was stabbed to death recently i just wonder how deep yeah, this yeah. blackmail goes you know and how worried they are to do sure. what they need to do i don't know because i look at the actions of all these people in congress and there's so few that will do what's right and no, there's how been, do they have this much yeah. control over people yeah, well, the few the few that speak up have spoke up, and almost nobody. And again, you'll see in the story from the very beginning, all the Republicans were on board. Tucker Carlson, you know, is gone now, but uh, he took a while to get on board, and then he became very good, as good as the everybody is on television about it. He was the only one really that was halfway telling truth. He had people on there that had been damaged by the vaccines, and nobody else really did that. He, and although he, he kind of stopped that, I think they probably told him not to. But he was doing what he could, but nobody else on the right. Was and certainly nobody on the left. But was he created as a hero for us and then let go? Because I what, go yeah, ahead. There's a lot of people think. Yeah, no, that's what a lot of people think, and I'm I'm getting that because I, you know, I I, Sarah, I look at everybody, and I know there's so many disinfo agents out there. I know I know our field is riddled with them. Oh my and I don't God, know how many yes. people. Were, yeah. So, but I just cool. I I can't prove any of them are. So I whether it's yeah. Alex Jones or him. I treat everybody at face value. And I look at somebody like Tucker Carlson and yeah, I've caught a lot of flack for it, 
because they said, look, I enjoyed watching his show. And yeah, I know, of course, he didn't tell 9-11 truth, but he did say the CIA killed Kennedy. And for somebody who's investigated that for 40 some years, I can tell you no journalist has ever has ever said anything, but Oswald did it ever. That's right. T Tucker has done some things and then he's done other things that make me question his actions. Like what he did, whether you like Trump or not, not admitting that the campaign or that the election was stolen and a coup on our country. Yeah, that's weird, yeah. that's weird. Right. I mean, the journalism across the board, not admitting to that and and just watching all this go down. That's not normal. Normal, good journalists don't do that. That's a forced action. Um, there's other things about Tucker in the past that I kind of looked at. And, and when it mattered is when he didn't support it. And so that's why I'm just not sure. But he's other things he did. I love watching. He's the best one on there for sure on Fox News, listening to him. Oh, he says hey. smart stuff. You know, he's actually yeah. says smart, good dialogue. But I don't I mean, I don't know. Well, now he, he he was, and again, I understand that he wasn't, he had a lot of flaws. And I would like to see those text messages about right. the election. I would like to see, the rest of them, Hannity, I can believe, definitely. Kennedy's Mr. CIA lapel pin. Uh, but I'd like to see what, because somebody at Fox News told them to stop covering election. It was for about a week, even Hannity, those three, Tucker, Hannity, and Laura, were all really good and i said this is the first time in my life where there a major television network is actually a covering favorably a so-called conspiracy theory they had people on witnesses on who worked at post offices and polling places and talked about what they saw they showed video of the boxes coming out in the middle of the night and all that i mean they did but somebody obviously at fox news pulled the plug in it because they stopped they Absolutely. did and it was now, very obvious very obvious. So yeah. you have a hard time trusting any of these guys. And even if you right. don't, even if you absolutely despise Trump, it's really bad for our country to have a coup like this. I mean, I don't, I don't care well, what side that you can, come on guys, yeah. you want fair and exactly. free elections to have any kind of civilized society. And we don't have that period. No, in the 2022 election should have should have reinforced that to people. I, it was the same things. And that's why I said, the Repu I call the Republicans the stupid party, Democrats the evil party. Because <laughs> So you have a choice between evil and stupid. Yeah. So, so, the, so the stupid party is, uh, they're more stupid than ever because they're already talking about, they're pitting their hopes on 2024. Now they just, 2020, nothing was settled about that. Donald Trump it possibly may be prosecuted in Georgia, basically for say, for questioning the election. And this is this is the state where Stacey Abram is still uh, going around and questioning, saying she got robbed as governor. Same state. And uh, he, I know that's I, my I don't point. Trust, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. But but uh, it's an Orwellian so nightmare where all these things is, don't but, make sense. No. And so the Republicans need to. But they need to do so many things. If they were an opposition party, it wouldn't just be Trump, especially with Trump's personality, because he ends up looking ridiculous so many times. There's nobody there with him doing it. You have, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene, a few others that are that are good on some things, but there's nobody that's consistent. Rand Paul really disappoints way too much. He's not his father. I, I'm sorry to say, but he they need to. They should have made a point out of it uh, a fraud right from the beginning. Trump should have been just doing it himself and talking about himself. All the Republicans, the Republican leadership, but you've got, you know, uh, Mitch McConnell married to a Chinese spy. You know, you have these. This is the leadership you have. That's they're, right. They're hard. But at least there's so, some people. Know. I mean, but if you look at the Democrat, they're like uniformly bad right now. And I just. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. And then we have like there is, sparse yeah. of light in the Republican party and that's about <laughs> it. I mean, that you know, and so what yeah. do you do with that? And I yeah. think it's very well, disheartening for people because anybody who can critically think sees what we're pointing out. I mean, they no, do. And you keep, yeah, and I, yeah, and I don't think, you know, we, we joke about, well, next time we'll vote harder. I mean, that's basically what the Republicans are telling you. They, they did nothing, uh, 2020 uh, transgressions with the mail-in ballots and everything, which Trump opened the door to himself. He opened the door to with his ridiculous acquiescence to Fauci and all these people at that point, he should have said, no, look, we can't, we can't have the, he questioned it after the fact when he got bit by it, but he allowed it to happen. And uh, his new Supreme court justice, one of his three sterling choices, Amy Coney Barrett, when Pennsylvania was the first state that uh, subverted the constitution by just saying, Hey, you know what? Mail-in ballots going to come in, but the governor just decreed it and said, you know, they didn't go to the legislature. The governor said, well, we're going to have mail-in ballots because of COVID. Uh, we're just going to assume that they were mailed by the election date, even when they're not dated. And many of them weren't dated. Many of them weren't questioned. So you can, obviously that opened the door to massive fraud. And Trump did. They did appeal that to the Supreme Court. And what happened? Amy Coney Barrett, his new sterling choice, recused herself. She Isn't that herself. incredible? So, so what are we yeah. dealing with here? Okay, so Trump did a lot of with the COVID stuff. He did stuff that is is bad, but I, I mean I, he's also the the source of all their anger. You know, they're they just don't want him to yeah. run for so that make it confuses no. people because you do want somebody they don't want, <laughs> right? Well, I I, mean, I, I I I call him Trump and I call it the Trump and Sign Project. I've written a lot about it. Uh, some people are jumping on the bandwagon. I, I think he was uh, designed to uh, be the leader of the opposition like Emmanuel Goldstein in 1984. If you remember, Emmanuel Goldstein in 1984, they had the two-minute hate where the people get so worked up and they'd scream and throw things at the screen when he came on. Uh, you know, That describes Trump to a T, except for it's 24-7 hate. So the people, he, he tapped in millions and millions of people hate him. In my community, the JFK Assassination Research Committee, I can tell you, how they reacted to Tucker Carlson saying the CIA killed Kennedy, which they should have welcomed. This is the first time a journalist has said anything like that. They hate him because they associate him with Trump. So they don't care if Trump would come out strongly and say Oswald didn't do it. All those people would jump on the Oswald did it bad. Mike. That's how much they hate Trump. So his what I call the Trumpetstein project has worked. It's poisoned people. And now there is no alternative. But, the third but party, they can't Trump critically ran, think at all. I mean, the people who like no derange Trump derangement syndrome is what it's called. Yes, that's what. It's, this, and, and how it's do you deal real. with? But it's very, it is very real. So we got Trump derangement syndrome everywhere. We have, we do yeah. have re real things that he did during the COVID. He won't admit that the vaccine's bad, but people claim yeah. that if he didn't brush the vaccine, more would have died through the lockdowns and everything else. And so I. I'm like, okay, well, this, all this stuff is just, yeah. I got to look at what actions are. Trump's way better than and what he's saying right now on the campaign trail is actually pretty good. But well, so he, always say, he always says great. I know his rhetoric is great. I mean, his go ahead. If he had governed like he tweeted, he would have been, he would have been another George Washington. But uh, yeah, I sit there and say right on when he says stuff, but uh I've heard it too many times. The problem is his his legacy will always be tainted with people like me because of the COVID thing. And again, they may have they may have inserted that in during his uh, presidency 
so that he would have to deal with it. He obviously was pressured. They have awful people like Fauci, but he could have fired Fauci at any minute moment. And, uh, you know, Fauci goes back to AIDS. And, and uh, I talk yes, about that in, yes. in the book and how he uh, he killed thousands of people with his uh, insistence on AZT back then. And it was the exact same thing you saw with COVID, where you had a 90 percent false positive rate on that uh, HIV test, which you had largely healthy people showing up. At the, at, uh, but they were scared because especially in the gay community, all their friends were getting it. Oh, my God. You know, and I I have to check it out. Oh, you're HIV positive. Better get you on AZT. No symptoms until you get on the AZT and then you die. They yes, killed a lot. Yep. Of, it's the wrong protocol for yeah. a disease. Yes. They killed a lot of people. It's what we saw this time. It's right. Awful. And we said we squirt. They don't care right. if people and so die. We saw, no, they don't care at all. So that's why. Um, and they'll use murders. anything they can. And, yeah. Yeah. You have to remember the people. Look at Bill Gates. He's drooling. He's so excited over the idea of pandemic, he is the leading eugenicist. And he's like the, the one they like to trot out because he's, he just, I guess they want to have that insane wide-eyed look because he, he just, he gets, he looks like he's orgasmic when he's talking about millions of people dying from the next still, pandemic. How is he still walking around? <laughs> how are some of these people still walking yeah. around? Right. And that's why I say people that don't want if you want to, I call COVID, this COVID, the entire COVID narrative, the greatest psyop in the history of the world. I've also called, said it was World War III. We've had, you know, you're waiting for Ukraine and Russia. No, it, it, World War III has been here. And it's a, the first time, a, it's an entire world war because the entire world swallowed this. As I said, the world was shut down in like less than a week without a, without a single but troop how, being needed, without a single cop. Single how are we in this fired. situation, Donald? How yeah. are we in a situation where so few are willing to question all this stuff and i know people are but it's just non-stop barrage of disinformation to the point where nobody understands what the truth is anymore and then people who are questioning everything are are really censored and the and and yeah. I, you know i'm getting a little more um disappointed in people being so easily brainwashed and sheeped around yeah. i would hope there was more people who especially with what we were just experiencing more people who would question things. But let's get back to, I mean, we want to talk about your book a little bit more, but I, I want to get yeah. back to the fact that if it was a choice between Biden or Trump, I, I wouldn't have any, I, yeah. I, I mean, it's so, well, it, Trump is like an off the moon compared to Biden. Well, of course, of course. I mean, but and, and that's, I get that all the time. Well, I guess you like, uh, I guess you uh, well, but no, no, I mean, I mean, but you, the problem is with Biden and the Democrats said they're evil. There are no surprises with them. I mean, nobody expected Biden to do anything other than what he's done. I mean, if anything, it's worse because, you know, this is, I didn't expect necessarily to see an administration full of uh, Arkham Asylum Batman type villains. I mean, these are freak shows. These, these people look like they <laughs> came out really of one, one of the old side shows. I, yeah, I it's ridiculous. I so, know. It, so you didn't expect that, but. Uh, there's no surprises. And so you, you, you know what you're getting there. The Democrats well, are very open you, about what they want to do. You are mm -hmm. a longtime Democrat. You, I know this about mm -hmm. you. And I, I have a lot of people that I talk to who are longtime Democrats, right? I think I, I think I truly am a middle of the ground person because I have people mm -hmm. from all walks of life who follow my work. And, and so I am, I like talking to people who consider themselves, but they're totally saying, I don't want anything to do with this anymore. But why, mm -hmm. you know, I've asked Cynthia McKenney this too. And she, cause she's has yeah. nothing to do with it now. I'm like, why, yeah. 
but do they have their head so far up there and you know what? And they can't, they still buy into this Kool-Aid. What is, I live in the Twin Cities. There's a lot of them still buying into the BS. What is going on there? Well, there's, uh, the Democrats have completely, they've taken what was, uh, that's why Robert F. Kennedy Jr. him running will be interesting to see because he's running kind of like an old line Democrat in many ways. And uh, and, and they're they're certainly not going to, accept what he's saying but the identity politics uh has destroyed the culture and eventually identity politics has to keep getting more and more insane because at the heart it's madness and uh it's all based on emotion and it's based on the emotion of the most unstable people in the world the pussy hat wears the people that are screaming in the middle of the street that's what the country is now they're being run by that it's very sad because they do have legit issues at the core yeah but yet they're they're made everything insane. Yes, they made insane. And keep going. And and uh, so and of course there's an anti-white agenda. And again, I'm one of the few people that talks there about is. that. This is at the core of it. So basically, and ironically, the anti-white agenda is pushed strongest by white people. Which again, I and I've <laughs> I've tried to ask. Them, I said, you, 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 you do realize you you do realize you're white, right? I mean, but it doesn't. They just they just go beyond that. And how bad white people are? Do you include your kids? Do you have white kids? Do you include your parents? Your family? But um, it's so that's part and of it. Anti men. So that's okay, oh, but anti anti white man. But no, wait a minute. I want to also say except transgender op- men. Wait, and that's all they. <laughs> but then that's anti women because where are yeah. the females yeah. who are transitioning to males? They're yeah. they're like completely invisible, right? Yeah. Well, and, and so if you really cared about transgender, why is it always the man of the year, the woman of the year by a man, right? And so yeah. you just, you're wiping out all these yeah. women, but you, where are the females? Why isn't there a female transgender who's a man who's suddenly man of the yeah. year? They would never go yeah, there because it's BS. This is all BS. It's not real. But it, you know what? In the in Georgia, I, I was just listening. I think it was Scott Ritter that brought this up, that in Georgia, they did a PSYOP, a transgender PSYOP, just like they're doing today here um, to destabilize the uh, Georgia, it it's a destabilization tool because we're all sucked into it. Because we all know if you really want to accept people, then you what you're born with, your body is part of who you are. So I can accept that you mm-hmm. you're a man, you like men, or women, I like women. I accept that you can be born that way. But I but if you accept people for who they are, then what you accept them for who they are physically too, and to convince them to change yeah. what they are physically, okay. isn't that a go against your whole nature? I mean, there's something really, I mean, there's common sense stuff here, but, but it's a psyop and we're all buying into it and they would, we're behaving the exact way they expected us to behave. And then we're talking about this right? and we're not talking about the things that are really, you know, this is important because they're going to cram it down our throat if we don't deal with it, but we're not talking about the things that really affecting us. No. And I think, I think that, um, COVID was used and you can, you can trace the madness. And I I've said for years, you know, we were for a long time. My talking point was we're, we're ruled by a, a deadly combination of uh, corruption and incompetence. Well, <clears throat> now within the last few years, you have to throw in a third ingredient, which is probably the worst of all. And that's genuine insanity. So we have incompetence, corruption, and insanity. And the transgender movement is insane. It's absolutely insane. And it's taken hold so that again, the Republicans, you want to keep talking, promote business, promote a corrupt marketplace that's completely rigged, especially against people like you. Uh, you you want to promote this marketplace. And you just saw Bud Light 
You just see Fox News. You see an ESPN. There's no go woke, go broke. They don't care about profits. ESPN lost millions and millions I, I of know. people, it's, subscribers. It's not a they business care. thing. I know. I just wrote a whole article no. about this. It's a weird anti-business move by a business. They don't care. Yes, it's all uh, the the people that run the cor- people running every and I mean every corporation in America. And of course, there's increasingly fewer because of mergers and consolidation, uh, which is again part of the the plot. But uh, they all they are at least as woke as the heads of NPR and and every government agency or anybody in the Biden administration. I don't know if it's every corporation. And I also don't think that I think they're smart enough to know that it's a bad business move. Well, they should market like that. They, <laughs> they know they have to. But I think there's blackmail with BlackRock and other things. I think it's a bigger agenda and they're forced to go against their their what they know is a good business move. I think well, Google, at, everything they're doing, Google's doing is anti-business and they're doing it anyways. Sure. They don't care. Yeah, they don't. And I, I don't, you know, I talked about, I talked about a lot of this in the survival of the riches. I don't know how, because we have such a, a, a fiat, absurd, uh, counterfeit money system, it, they really can do whatever they want. I talked to them about how, how so many businesses uh, gave out more uh, bonuses to their executives than they had profits for the company. I, I, how is that a business model? Explain that to me in Adam Smith economic uh, exactly. terms. It's impossible. <laughs> We're living in they do it. the twilight zone for real. Yeah. And, you know, Cliff High has some really good things. I like it because he thinks differently and has comes up with different ideas. I like people who come up with different ideas in different ways because they, then they think they're not sucked into the, the sheeping. They're out there thinking mm-hmm. on their own, coming up with different things. And he had an idea, or he says that um, uh, the the fiat. Well, every a lot of people are saying the fiat currency is dying, and that once this happens, and it's going to be happening over the summer, it's that we are entering into a new age. He's not the only one saying it, but he's the one that really is championing it. That's probably the most high profile. That we have this new age that's coming. A lot of people are saying it. But the fiat currency itself failing and it's failing right now and being taken over. And, you know, Andy Sheckman's another one to a back, a gold back currency by the BRICS nations. But that one move of getting rid of the fiat currency is going to totally transform humanity because we no longer will be based on a fiat currency um, behavioral system. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that? Right. Well, and as I said, as bad as the Federal Reserve and our counterfeit money uh, cash system has been, uh, it's the CBDC, the the, the the digitalized currency, is obviously going to be worse because it will. People like you and I, I guess, we just we won't be able to pay our bills because our social credit scores will be so low <laughs> that it's like, well, sorry, I don't know how we'll exist. I guess well, I'll, I'll meet you out in the street somewhere, you know, <laughs> because uh, that's and that's why it's very frightening for that. But again, it's coming. Don't think it won't. You saw, I think it's largely theater, but. He don't buy into his theory that they're going down um, this summer. There's going to be pitchforks against those people who did this stuff and that they've lost. That's his overall. I didn't really get to what his real theory. That's well, what, I, he, what you, he's you, saying. I mean, you hear traces of that, Alex Jones, you hear, in the, and um, I, they've, I, if, if we were, if we stood up to them, it would be the first time since seven since the boston tea party pretty much so uh i don't and again i'm so disillusioned by what i saw of americans out there and since january 6th that's the only that's yeah that's the only time really in my lifetime that the right or the so-called right the populist right 
uh, came out in any numbers to, to support anything. And you saw what happened there. I've had so many of these January 6th people on my show. Vaccinated or not, toxic spike proteins pose a long-term threat to your health. The top doctors at the Wellness Company have introduced a revolutionary spike support formula that is the only product that contains ingredients that block and dissolve spike proteins inside your body. The powerful formula has been shown to dissolve spike proteins and blood clots, and it works to help your body repair from other potential damage. This amazing formula is also much less expensive than buying each ingredient separately. That's because the wellness company puts you and your needs first. Use the link below or go to sarahwestall.com under shop to buy your daily spike support. It's time to protect you and your family against the effects of COVID, vaccines, and shedding. Again, use the link below or buy at sarahwestall.com under shop. That, uh, you know, I had Ashley Babbitt's mom on my show and, and, and that, uh, you know, they've got draconian sentences. They've been denied all due process for two years. The Republicans have been largely silent about it, except for a handful of them. And so, People are probably scared. Well, I have, and I, I, and I, you know, I, I told. I was just going to say, I have a, a mother that's going to come that I, I just aired her or just interviewed her before I interviewed you. So she's probably going to air before you mm-hmm. my last show. And mm-hmm. she has a J six or who's in prison and hasn't pattered yeah. his trial. I mean, it, they, they wouldn't even yes. let them cut their hair, but you know what she said? She said the Chinese mm-hmm. nationals, and um are the most supportive um they sit they come every week do a vigil for them um because they know what tyranny is like and then the guards she said that the the african guards are the ones who are the american guards treat like crap the african guards who who are actually from africa who live through tyranny actually treat them well because they know what tyranny is about yeah and uh, and they they're so there's this there's respect back and forth and so the people who claim that this is all about, you know, the, the, these guys are all a bunch of bigots and this is, couldn't be hundred percent, you know, 180 degree, no. the wrong direction of what's really happening no. here. Yeah. No. And again, again, and, but I think again, people that, uh, and e- even if they were bigots, even if they were whatever, it's not, it's not, or didn't used to be against the law. I mean, what is that? <laughs> that's so, right. And that's, that's, a, that's right. why I talk about when people talk about hate speech, I say, you know, look again, and people, the right and the and civil libertarians, which I am, and there's not very many of us left, they gave somebody like a Matt Taibbi is he he strikes me as mostly a civil libertarian. There yeah. aren't many people out there like that, but I'm more like believe that, that everyone has a right to say no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's I don't I don't care. I'm not going to say well, you know, to try to excuse what they're doing. So well, he's not a racist. He's not no. Well, he's not a white supremacist. Whatever white supremacist is, which they can't even define. Uh, it's not against the law or it didn't used to be against the law. It's fine, fine in the constitutional law where that means it, they don't define beliefs. And so you have to stick up for everyone's right to say, but the problem is today's left, everyone in that Congress. And I would suggest anybody that wants to look at the hearings by Jim Jordan and, and, and people, especially the uh, Twitter files hearings and everything, look at those those Democrats, they are the worst people on earth. These people are, uh, they're they, how anybody could vote... They're I don't, so, I, that's my so point. Terrific. Yeah, there's this. Yeah, <laughs> so of anybody, course, yeah, that's what, do they? Yeah. I mean, are they just completely yeah. brain dead? How can they vote for people like this? Well, that's why, you know, that a lot of us talk about, I, I'm fond of saying that I think that we are in a spiritual battle. I think this is spiritual battle because I look at that kind of evil and that kind of unreasonable behavior, that kind of willingness to destroy someone's life 
because it's something they said that offends you. So I want you locked up and thrown away. I don't care about the law. And that's what they do all the time. AOC, people like that. That's what they do. That I don't. While they act like they're caring for people, it's kind of like a yeah. Girl, oh, George Carlin. George Carlin, who he was yeah. stepping over the mid. He called him a midget. Stepping over the midget, you know, knocking down the old lady in in the airplane yeah. you know, when there was a crash, so that they could go save people. I mean, that's kind of their yeah, attitude. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and it, and it's so I, I don't think you can explain that type of behavior I, I, I you know other than it's it's inspired by the the ultimate darkness which i think is satanic and i i that's what i think i think you know we have to fight to know that we have god and, and goodness unite. on our side because and yes unite and unite because this. but yes this is good versus evil i'm sorry and i don't i don't like to necessarily demonize people but uh, a mother who who decides her and it's almost always the mother that her three or four year old child uh, is the wrong gender and takes them to a drag strip bar. And, and then, and then a, a, a doctor that participates bar. in the mutilation. Yeah. And, and how uh, many that, three to four year olds have... are, I mean, they're really a growing number of little children who are getting yes. gender treatment. I mean, because <clears throat> I, it's, is it, it is evil, right? I mean, because a four year old, there is no way, no way that they would know and what's wrong with no, them being a feminine man or a masculine female right. there's yeah, plenty of they, they're fine believe it that's fine and, let's accept them and they're saying something they're saying something that's there and uh that's that's not but again i think that is inspired and it gets virtue signaling and, and the, the mothers want to virtue signal the other mothers to people and they'll get they'll score and, and they're child is lost in the process I it's horrible right. i think that isn't that's right yeah that's inspired by evil i don't think that can be inspired by goodness so uh, i think we have to call it out on that but it's like people living through their children with sports it's a very yeah, common yeah. thing it's the same thing now people oh. living through their social acceptance through allowing their child to get gender gender change surgery or whatever right right but this and this is so much because of the anti-male agenda to whatever degree males are left uh, that what you're talking about, sure, that's a phenomenon that uh, all of us that have had kids playing sports have seen that. But uh, you would to have to people, go to the extent uh, of. I'm just trying to give people uh, that same phenomena, but this is at a whole nother level. But go yeah, ahead. Yeah, because you you would have to you would have to have fathers because it's mostly fathers that would uh, say, you know, I got I want to give my son a, a, an edge up. So I'm going to take this, you know, I'm going to have him go through the surgery and maybe implant something or something to make him tall. I mean. They if would they do that. Something like that. They would do that. Yeah, they would. They, right. For but sure. they would, it, it would, it would not be looked on with acceptance by the woke world. They would just, just as if I said, if you had, if you had biological female strippers coming into elementary schools, half naked or writhing about and reading uh, stories to little kids, the same women would be aghast at that. Just if you had a father taking his nine-year-old son to go see genuine female strippers at a bar. They would, they, first of all, they wouldn't let him in. No. But if you throw the transgender tag in there, it's okay. It's, it's, it's part it, of it. And it's, and again, I don't crazy. even understand that. It's, and, and I'm not suggesting strippers should be going into schools, but I'm saying that it's, it's, it's <laughs> although, although to me, it would, it would probably uh, on the dementious, you know, say it would, it would be a little less insane than uh, <laughs> transgender things. But depending I, I on how little the boy is, what, it would be a little less insane. If they're four, it might be pretty insane. Oh yeah, if they're twelve. I, no, it's I think like, okay. Well. Yeah, yeah, that would be a real treat, wouldn't it? But uh, <laughs> but uh, so so. But I think that 
again, COVID opened the door to someone because before COVID, I don't think you saw this degree, especially the transgender stuff. So it's kind of under the cloak of COVID. I think a lot of this stuff was really uh, thrown out there. It's now uh, become accepted everywhere. Every There's not a business in America that can object to it. Well, but it's so weird because it's not the average person doesn't accept this in their core. The person who can critically think knows this is wrong. I, I just, I refuse to believe that of somebody course. who can critically think thinks this is okay. So we have, that's why I say yeah. it's a psyop. They use this to destabilize uh, civilizations or societies. And they're yeah. doing it to us because they don't give a shit about transgender people. Nope. Are you kidding? Look how many people that killed at COVID. You think yeah. they care about transgender people? <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> Listen right. to them. Talk to Matt Tavy and the, the, you know, yeah. the Twitter files congressional. You think those people care? Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Exactly. Yeah. No, they don't care about anybody. And again, so I think again that uh, the because of what they saw, they saw how well the greatest psyop in the history of the world uh, worked. I mean, I I have to believe in their, you know, they they had to have expected a little more opposition, but especially in America, there was virtually no opposition. And I don't know about you, but in my case, uh, you know, my family, I who obviously from ranting from the 1970s on, I obviously I had no impact on anybody. My son is the only one. Who was on board with me in my entire large family? We've I already uh, my my kids aren't vaccinated. I'm not vaccinated. Everybody else is. We were already uh, we were we didn't get to go to my niece's wedding because we they wanted us to get vaccinated. We weren't going to do that. Uh, I've had tons and tons of my nieces and nephews. I'm all ostracized. One niece completely canceled me from her life. Uh, this is and this is happening Bill? in families all over it. And 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 they all yeah they yeah and they all they're not they that, still uh, haven't woken up based on all the vaccine no, injuries. No, they, they, all the stuff they're still have their heads. They're still getting their behind. boosters. I know. My God, I, I, I don't even try to tell them anymore. You know, once you've had your third or fourth booster and, and all of them get COVID, I've never had COVID. All of them get COVID. That's right. Whatever it is. And uh, they're always, it, sick. they don't blink. Yeah. They're, they're always sick. Yeah, so, you know, so it's what, like, yes. What, hello? what happened to the vaccine? <laughs> what? But so you can't, you can't reason with them. They, uh, they, the, the vaccine, and I go through the, in the book, I go through the genesis of how originally, oh, this is going to stop the COVID and then eventually, well, you know, it actually just makes it, because uh, obviously people are still getting whatever and testing positive with absurd 90% false positive uh, PCR tests, which the guy who invented it, who died right before COVID happened, uh, you know, he, uh, he told him originally, he said, hey, look, you know, this, this, this is a worthless test. He saw it coming. He wasn't going to So, you know, people talk about conspiracy theories. That's the guy that invented the test. Yeah. And so, so trying to trying to say what I'm saying in this book and my extreme and I'm extreme on it. I mean, I don't use the word hoax because I know that that's, uh, you know, <laughs> that's, uh, you know, a red flag and people go off on that. But I'm essentially saying that. I, and I, th I I'm pointing out that I go through the I, the genesis of this COVID-19. Well, I'm the only person out there, I think, that said, you know, COVID-19 was named because it was the 2019 strain of the coronavirus. Happens every year. So what happened to COVID-20? What happened to COVID-21? What happened to COVID-22? Where I mean, nobody talks about that. So they, it, the coronavirus strain just got stuck on 19? It's never coming back? People don't ask these questions. And you mentioned about the flu in 2020, the fall of 2020, they just announced the flu was gone. Well, really? So, so the conspiracy yes, yeah. theorists that kept saying it's, it's just the flu. I guess they were right because the flu is gone. So Isn't that what amazing? Do we do? 
what do we do with so many people that are so easily brainwashed on both sides, on all sides, that they aren't able to, because yeah. we need to know, I just wrote an article that there's a group forming that is really uniting of people who are seeing all this that are yeah. used to consider themselves Democrats or Republicans, but they're uniting saying we need to save our, when you're in a battle, in a war, you're not looking left or right. You're in your ditch fighting the soul, you know, in the right. battlefield. You're not looking to your left or right, right. and wondering if somebody's right. a Democrat or Republican. You're just trying to survive and trying to save the other people around you. That's the situation we're in right now. We can't be yeah. looking at that yeah. crap. And I do think there's a growing mm -hmm. group of people who are identifying that way. But yeah. how do we get to more people? How do we get them to stop being so easily brainwashed and <laughs> affected by this I, BS? I, I don't think, you know, that's why I don't talk to so-called normies about COVID. Or, and I don't expect any of them to read my book. I doubt I'll convert very many sorry. people. I mean, it's I mean, I'm sorry. They're, they're hopeless, you know, they're they're And I, I realize when I, when I'm sitting there having a conversation with somebody about, you know, you've, so you've, you've had how many boosters, how many vaccines, and yet you just announced you had COVID. So what was the purpose of the vaccine? You're criticizing me for not getting it. I've never had it, whatever it is. So what, what was the point? And, and then when I try to talk about the vaccine, I talk, talk about, you know, the, the, which is the other and more important part of the story. Is how it changed after the warp speed vaccine, which uh, they know is I, I had so many of these doctors on my show. I had Peter McCullough on who, who told me that, uh, you know, if this had this had been any other vaccine that had uh, the number of deaths that this had in the first month, which were more than all the combined deaths that they That's told right. you. Now, this is their their yeah. knowledge. They're not acknowledging all the deaths, but he said immediately would have been taken off the market. That's right. But that's, it wasn't. And so, and that's, so, so why don't yeah, they so even so see that? Why can't they see, and why don't, can't they see that there was doctors? I always say, well, there were doctors that were treating with other treatments that had almost a hundred percent success rate with saving thousands of people who were censored and yeah. they were using protocols yeah. and forcing you to get the vaccine that were killing people. What, they can't even see those kind. they're so blind to it still. No, they, they, yeah, they have, they have, uh, they what they've done, they succeeded so much in brainwashing people that uh, at this point that people will not reason. And they've so and you also beyond the conspiratorial implications, and I talk about this all the time, human nature is is the way you, you know how hard it is to get the average person to say, I'm sorry, to apologize. That's right. They Lots of people just wrong. will not apologize. Yeah, they, they can't admit they're wrong. Admit they're wrong. That's right. probably a, so in this, uh, let the core of the, a lot of this. Yeah. So the average person, because they're not, you know, they're not my, my family and people, your family, people, they're not involved in any conspiracy to, to, to deny the truth. No, they're they're just swallowing what they're being sold. So, and, but. Or they, Stockholm syndrome. I had a, I had a psychologist yeah, on my show right. that said that a lot of these sure. people have Stockholm syndrome. Yes. Like the true definition. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you could look at America as a collective battered spouse. That has been, <laughs> you know, they've been beaten for decades and okay. They keep telling us, don't worry, honey, we're going to stop. And we believe whatever they say. Okay, sure. Sounds good. You know, I'll vote for you again. And uh, so we're, we're a collective battered spouse. So yeah, it's, it's Stockholm syndrome on steroids. But, but I think that if you look at uh, they, the powers that be have such a vested interest in these, these, uh, these lies that they're, that they, they sell for a living, but, but, the average person is so vested, they swallow the propaganda. So they hate people like us so much that uh, they they will never, we've been so demonized, they're never going to admit so-called conspiracy theorists, right? Especially on this, 
because they were the ones that were walking around with masks on and when they entered a restaurant and taking it off when they go to the table, which, by the way, Fauci in the, uh, the recent memoirs I talked about, he was known to joke about that and laugh at people for following his stupid rules. Uh, so this is the kind of people that you're following. They're just they're trying to get you to follow rules they, that on the surface are absurd. Six The six feet social distancing. How many people never kissed or never hugged? Uh, I know. My family. <laughs> so, we I, there, are people that there are people that shut their kids in. They were telling people to make sure if your kid is sick, put them in their room for two weeks until, and isolate them. Yes. There are people yes. who are doing that to their poor children. Yes, they were. They were not. In the, they were not getting together at Thanksgiving. Christmas and you know they 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 swallowed so many nonsensical ideas that six feet social distancing was just the the, the guy in Britain is he just said yeah we just picked it out of the air there's no there's no there's no science involved in there uh, the idea of putting masks on school children I I talk about the uh, the genesis of that that came from an eighth grade girl science project they decided okay this is going to stop even though of course children had no there were no threat of any kind of flu or COVID or whatever to them. It doesn't matter. They kept the mask. They caused other problems. They caused social. Uh, they caused a uh, lot of trauma, uh, a lot of disintegration. Yeah, yeah, a lot. All this stuff did, but they they believed all of this. We were being naysayers. We were demonized. We ended up being shadow banned, thrown off of uh, uh, social media and so forth. They're never because the same people. The only way they would admit we're right is if some of us started being in charge, and none of us are. No, that's the problem we, so we could get up we, we, no, no we could get up to, yeah we could get up to 50 percent of us that are awake and re, and it wouldn't matter if none of us have any power and that's the problem is everybody in a position of power buys it there's not one person that is is on board to the extent that that, that i am in this book anywhere in public life and I, I did think and that's why it's just you know on a personal level i'm I, I'm even more disturbed about Tucker Carlson because I think there was a real good chance that I that he would have been interested in this book. His producer knew about me. We had sent them my publicist sent them Survival of the Richest, and I don't. We just could never work it out. But then yeah, I have lots of mutual friends like Naomi Wolf that were on there all the, that were on there regularly. So I'm pretty sure that that would have happened. But of course, that's that's gone now. And uh, but and certainly, I don't think there's any chance of anybody else publicizing. But he was. Glenn Beck, he might be able to get on Glenn Beck's show or something. I mean, he he has a pretty big following. Well, There's some, yeah, yeah, he might. I, I mean, it, it's it's all. But you know, but, but all of those guys and... are afraid to go to any depth. You know, yeah. they're very good gatekeepers because they're very they're afraid to say it like it is. I was just told by a publicist mm -hmm. that um, I'm too blunt. I tell too much truth, and people don't want to hear it. And I'm like. Yeah. Nobody oh. wants the truth. That's why. Yeah. That's, <laughs> you can't handle the truth. <laughs> they, they do, yeah. but they want to be yeah. massaged there and you're just too direct. I'm like, well, yeah, well, yeah. you have too direct. And so I'm like, that's my flaw, I guess. That's why I don't have, but um, he says, well, that's good though, because uh, there's so few in the field that are like you and blah, blah, blah. And I can sell it and whatever, but yeah, that's your problem. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but so I don't know if I like the comment or not, because I'm like, well, yeah isn't the point for us to try to figure out what the truth really is and to, right. Right. I mean, isn't that what people want? And his answer was, uh, no, no, not really. No, I don't, I don't think they do. And uh, it's especially when it's going to, again, they, they have to admit they were wrong. Do you think like, I, I know I can tell you from my family, none of them are going to apologize to me. I mean, they, they all think my brother died of COVID and they probably, and I think they blame me oh, because he wasn't bad. vaccinated. 
<laughs> because they swallow. Sorry, that's they not funny. Yeah, I don't. I shouldn't yeah, no, be laughing. They, they swallow. No, but I mean, they, they they don't understand hospital protocols. They've never heard of remdesivir. They just they they they, they turn that they, out. So it I know, but this was their love. You're the only smart person in your family. You know, I I luckily my kids, my whole <laughs> pretty <family>. much <laughs> my yeah. my my direct my children and my husband and then their boyfriend and girlfriend. None of them got vaccinated. I I was able to. Oh, that's great. Just really pounded into them. But um, everybody else did. You know, I mean, it wasn't like my entire extended family did. And I'm like, well, yeah, didn't, been... you know, nobody listens to me, you know. No, no nobody, uh, nobody, <laughs> nobody <laughs> listened to me. To they, had de- they had decades worth of, I mean, I, I remember decades ago when um, 2003, when it was the 40th anniversary of the JFK assassination, ABC aired this horrible disinformation special hosted by Peter Jennings. And one of my sisters called me and told me, I always thought you were right about the JFK assassination, but now I think Oswald did it. So, I mean, I couldn't even convince them on that because of one stupid, incredibly, you know, a fake and uh, uh, disinformation uh, television special. So that's where they, they think that I'm nuts. They tune me out. And now I, they resent the fact that I have any platform. So, I mean, they, they ignore any, everything I write or say, they have no interest. Oh, I'm sorry. In, in I'm, I'm sorry. Saying. That's actually not w- funny that it's like this, but we have no, to well, it is. together yeah. and kind of laugh. You have to laugh. You have to, because I know a lot of people in our audience are this way, or they woke up after they got the one yeah. jab and something and said, Oh my God, this is awful. Yeah, and they're fighting yeah. against it. So there's, but a lot of people in the audience have experienced the exact same thing, but you gotta oh, I, laugh. I know, and I, I what have, else are we gonna do? No, you have to. Exactly. I mean, I, 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 luckily, I have my son. He's on board with me. He's right there. We're kindred spirits. He's into my world. He, you know, he listens to my interviews. He's the only one that I know, <laughs> or that tells me they do. And then, uh, <laughs> you know, and my, and my daughter didn't get vaccinated, so I was, I was happy about that. So we're not vaccinated. Just a quick break here. We are going to jump to the end of our long conversation. If you want to see another 45 minutes or so of our conversation, it'll be up exclusive for my Substack and my sarahwestall.tv members. So if you want to hear this, go there, sarahwestall.substack.com. You can always go to sarahwestall.com and find the links to everything there as well. Okay, back to the conclusion of this conversation with Donald Jeffries. It wasn't China that uh, caused the nurses to uh, have That's to right. start dancing in these Absolutely. provocative choreographed routines. Wasn't the nurses that caused, I mean, the, the, the China to cause all our media to lie about how many people were in the hospitals that were overflowing when in fact they were photographed and filmed empty all the time. And it wasn't China that killed people like my brother with the hospital protocol. We don't know how many people they died. That was they, that was our own government, our own medical system. So yeah, people, it's, it's called um, masking the truth: how COVID nineteen destroyed civil liberties and shut down the world. It's a forward by Sherry, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. Very honored. Uh, she's done some great work on that. It's uh, I guess you're you're going to air this after it's out, right? When is it? You're going to air the interview. Depending on when because, it goes, yeah, I'm going to try to time it so I do that. Yeah, it's 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 good. It should be within you know hopefully a couple of weeks. I'm hoping. Okay, yeah, I'll air it. So I'll if, hold if it. You can do... Yeah, because it should be hopefully. But it's uh, yeah, obviously it'll be out there, in all the usual places. And uh, okay, I excellent. hope people read it because I think it tells a different story than anybody else has told. Because it's an entire story, and I don't limit myself. You know, I I try to go <laughs> as far down the rabbit hole as I need to if I think it warrants it. 
Well, excellent. That's why I love, I mean, you, you're even the one that talked about as much as we know the Nazis were really bad and we know that Hitler did some bad stuff. We also know there was a psyop around Hitler being the worst person ever in the whole history of the world. Right. And that's what they've done. I mean, there were some, sure. Mao wasn't that great either. And there were some bad people, but you were actually willing to go there and point that out, which is, uh, they take some courage to do some of yeah. that stuff that you do. So that's great. Well, I'm not afraid of being called names. I've been called lots of names. <laughs> you know, you can't you can't do this stuff if you're scared about being called names. So, you know, that's right. Whatever it is. Sticks and stones, you know. <laughs> that's right. So, okay. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate everything that you're doing. And thanks for coming on the show. Thanks, Sarah. It's always a pleasure.